Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rindog. Hey, Rindog, what are you up to? Hmm. Well, um, in the kind of more current sense, I'm uh, creating a T-shirt. What sort of T-shirt, may I ask? <laughs> and then in the, in the bigger sense of things... Um, I'm getting ready for a frozen embryo transfer, Mike. Wow. What does that mean? <laughs> like popsicles? <laughs> kind of. Embryosicles. <laughs> Nailed it. So yeah, so today is October 14th and is the day of our transfer, IVF transfer. So the little frozen friend, soon to be hopefully a baby, is going to be passed through a uh catheter mm-hmm. into my wife's uterus. Oh. Is that correct? I ran out of letters. No, you didn't. What do you mean? I don't have enough B's. You don't have three B's? No. <laughs> oh no. So I'm trying to we decided to create t-shirts. No, we are not from the Midwest or religious. <laughs> <laughs> but we decided to create no disrespect. I mean, oh, I think no. it's so amazing that people make t-shirts for the embryo transfer day. You brought this up and I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Well, but why wouldn't you? You put on your jersey for your favorite sports team like just when they're playing a game. This is like totally. the biggest game of your life. No, you're right. Our lives anyway. Our so. lives. Yeah. I'm So yeah, Rindog, what are you doing? So my... T-shirt. Well, theoretically, it was a play on the those baby on board signs that you see on the back of people's cars, and it was going to say "baby onboarding," baby onboarding. Um, but oh. I but I ran out of G's <laughs> or B's. B's. I know, and I was going to have dad jokes on deck. I only have two D's. Yeah. So it's going to have to be dad jokes on tap. Okay. Dad what jokes. What am I going to do? Dad jokes on board. Maybe I do. Do you want to use one of my bees? I don't know. We're going to have to figure this out off air, I think, folks. I know. Maybe I will. I'll just use a black, black okay. one. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 2.15 today is going to be our arrival at the clinic. Woo. And then it is apparently a one and a half hour procedure. I know. I kind of thought that was longer than I thought it was going to be. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just thinking about the egg retrieval, which took... Oh, God, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes or something, right? I suppose that this is like there's some more delicate handling that has to happen here. I don't know. I mean, eggs are pretty delicate, but. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, and I, you know, and I must say that I've kind of like, obviously, we've been talking about this and thinking about this forever. For whatever reason, I have not, I've decided to not really look into it, which is weird, (laughs) but like, I don't know. It just kind of was like, I'm like, they've got it. I don't need to know anything more. And I also kind of like, it's a little bit like Rennie and I started listening to The Daily, which is like the New York Times Daily podcast about politics and the world and stuff today. And I think both of us were kind of like, um, I don't know if we necessarily need like this stress right now. Like, I don't need to <laughs> hear about Amy Comey Barrett, like, and why she's such a fucking dick. Yeah, stripping gonna... away women's reproductive right. rights. I Thanks, think we're good. Asshole. So, yeah, I'm like, maybe we should just eat our breakfast and listen to music. Listen to yeah, we RB. took a really nice hike, sort of easy, mellow hike in our favorite park right near our house we got some nature time today yeah 
ate a really warming, oh. beautiful breakfast. You know what's something that's happened since our last episode, since we've taken a little bit of time Dude, off. Dude, big news. Jean-Claude Van Damme. We have added a van to our family, to our vanny pack. <laughs> And we're going to be building it out and, yeah, and using it as, like, our adventure van. That's not the easiest thing to say. Adventure? Adventure. I kind of like it, but it makes me sound like I'm going to kiss my sister. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's going to be our adventure van and also our quarantine van in order to get uh, to our families. So be able to go see our families in Colorado and New York. So Jean-Claude Van Damme. Welcome to the fam. Welcome to the family. Yeah, so we just drove that up to Mount Tabor to take a hike. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, what do you think about nice. this, Rindog? Dad jokes on tap? I don't know. Let's uh, let's source the audience. Let's have a call. Let's yeah. have a call-in show. Yeah, this is not a live <laughs> show, but you want to call in and tell us what you think. Should I have hash? I like I like dad jokes on tap. I think that's good. Because it's kind of it kind of like refers to like beer, perhaps. Like, yeah, dads love beer. Dads love beer. Yeah. Dad jokes on tap. Dad jokes at the ready. That's too many words. That's way too many words. Dad jokes on deck was kind of good because it was alliterative. Yeah. Dad jokes on dick. <laughs> oh, I don't have any more D's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's hard. But yeah, so we're just, I think we're both feeling, I don't know, Rinny and I have asked each other in the last couple of days a couple of times, like, how are you feeling about this? And I think both of us are like, it's like light level of anxiety, but it's like, I just think we're just ready more than anything. Just like, all right, bitch. Like. This has taken so long. And then IVF has just felt like an enormous amount of waiting. That being said, the transfer is going to happen today. And then we have to wait for nine fucking days to find out (laughs) if she's pregnant. That's going to be the longest nine days of our lives. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah, I think the my anxiety has crept up in the past 30 minutes or so. I think mostly because I don't really understand the procedure (laughs) um so what what i have to do before i get there is drink a liter of water because Mm. they want your bladder to be full so that they can really see things because everything's done on an ultrasound so basically i got they call it a um the oh god what did they call it not transfer practice Anyway, they do this sort of preparatory thing way back several months ago where they fit you for your catheter um, and you have to do it then. You drink this liter of water and then they make sure that the catheter is the right size. And so, um, yeah, that was not a super comfortable procedure. Yeah. And now, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if there's like anesthesia involved. Right. I mean, I know that they like they told you that they need someone else to drive you home. Definitely. Yeah. Um, because you're gonna be hysterical, <laughs> crazy women. No, but it's and I was just assuming that was because they're gonna knock you out. Right. But maybe not. I know. I don't know. Yeah. The it's funny. The last time that I was in the clinic, I I screwed up my appointment in that. I had I thought I had a blood draw and an ultrasound because what they have to do leading up to this transfer is check your uterine lining because everything wants to be plush and thick and yeah. a great place to reside, right? And so I went in and I did the um, the blood draw and I was sitting in the upstairs part where the ultrasounds happen and wow, I was waiting for a really long time and I had to go to work and I was 
I was kind of getting nervous. And so I went to the front desk and um, asked them and I had just screwed up my appointment. I didn't have an ultrasound that day. And so I went to, um, uh, you know, just go walk out the back door. And as I was walking out, Muzak is always gently playing in the background at our fertility clinic. And the Muzak that saw me out the door was Robin. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh. And I, I thought it was. We might have sang that last episode. We totally did. We sang it last episode. And I just thought, oh, this is such a good omen. It's meant to be. <laughs> it is meant to be. Yeah. Was it the Robin version or was it the Callum Scott version? I d- it, it sounded. L- I mean, it was. It's Muzak. So. Right, I know. Yeah, but it was it really slower. It's really hard to tell. It was slower. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But. His version has kind of usurped hers, which is it makes me feel a lot of feels. But yeah, yeah. great song. No matter the, what. the prior music that I had heard on my last appointment was um, Aladdin, Whole New World. They really run the Perfect. gamut. Yeah, but that's so good, though, because it makes you really think about like Jasmine and Aladdin's relationship and just kind of Apu, like yeah. Apu and the magic carpet, if that had a name. Yeah. Yeah. I love music. Abu, and I think Apu was... Um, oh, Apu is from The Simpsons? Simpsons, yeah, there yeah. it is, yep. The racist Hank Azaria character? Yes. Uh, where's Muzak from? It is from my hometown of Syracuse, New York. Holla. <laughs> so much good comes out of New York. Syracuse, I mean, New York. it's so true. Like, you know, Houston, you've got Rap-A-Lot Records. <laughs> you know, the Bay Area, you've got... Oh, God, what's E-40's record label? Can't remember. New York, you've got Duck Down, Bad mm-hmm. Boy. Mm-hmm. Syracuse, New York, Muzak. you got Muzak. I drove past You're it You're welcome, time. world. What would you be listening to in every elevator? Yeah. What would you in? be smelling someone's farts to in an elevator? No one's going <laughs> to claim it. But you're going to listen to Phil Collins, that Muzak version of Phil Collins. Phil Collins is just almost Muzak on its own. That's so true. Yeah. But I remember driving past it one time, and it looks like it would be a barber shop. otherwise. Mm. Um, it's awesome. What do you think? Rena just looked at the computer. Is it timing? Yeah. Okay. I'm just Listen, getting, w- let's feeling a little... Anxious. Anxious, and yeah, I have to take a couple deep breaths before we leave. Actually, before I do the transfer today, I'm going to get some acupuncture. Hell which, yeah. Which, like, what, what a gift. And... After. And oh, and after, yeah, yeah I'm gonna do it. before and after. So you know what we should do? We're gonna do a before and after record. Okay. We're gonna do. We'll do a little record for tonight or tomorrow. Uh, maybe tonight. Just we're gonna be laid up, and so we'll just tell you how it goes. We'll give you a quickie update. Um, but yeah, this will be a two parter. Great. So don't turn that dial. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we just wanna before we sign off say thank you. Thank you, thank you to everybody that's, I mean, we've had friends that have sent text messages, we've had flowers on our doorstep, we had popsicles delivered. Yeah, um, we have people writing to us that like, There's you know, no reason why they should remember with, this day. Like, like hollering out and it's just, I don't know, the support has been insane. Yeah. So lovely. Yeah. So thanks guys for coming on this journey, which will hopefully end in a baby sheath. Yeah, baby Chablanc. Chablanc. All right, we love you guys. We'll um, we'll give you the update yeah. on the transfer status. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Bop.
Welcome back to part two of Mikey and Rin's Stay In Transfer Edition. <laughs> Hi. How's it going over there? Good. I'm laying down on my couch. Yes. Microphone in hand. Yes. And uh, transfer is complete. Yeah. It went swimmingly. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's kind of a good, actually a pretty good adjective, isn't it? I wonder. I, I was thinking Adver- swimmingly might be the best adjective if it was uh, my sperm were swimming. Right. But um, this was placed in with a, what, a pipette? <laughs> Is that what it was? A pipette? Yeah, right? I don't know. What's a pipette? I think it was a pipette through the catheter. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you know, pipette, pipette's like the thing that scientists use to drop stuff into uh, uh, test tubes. Oh. I think it was something like that. I don't know. I couldn't see. So what happens is they wheel you in from the recovery room into the OR. And it's this really cool table that you're on that's like a transformer table, basically. So you don't really have to move. It's automatically becomes this like stir up, you know, the bottom drops out. The sides come up so that your legs can almost be in stirrups. You're raised up a little bit. It was really neat. But the coolest part is that when they wheel you into the OR, the first thing that you see on a big screen to your right is your little embryo. And it's wild. (laughs) It's like the first time that things feel super real because... I don't know. There's been lots of poking and prodding and looking and shaming and (laughs) (laughs) and waiting and postponing. And now it's like, oh, my God, there it is. Yeah. All thawed and ready to go. And so they check in with the embryologist like three different times to make sure that it's yours. And then the wait, how does what does that sound like? What is that? I didn't tell me about that. Well, so the embryologist was basically in this little like drive-through window, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) So she opened up the window, and the nurse said, "You know, said my name, said my birth date." The embryologist said my name, said my birth date. They had me look at it. There was sort of a yeah triple check method. So we're Good. definitely well, getting our baby. Okay. Well, I mean, I had joked about that in the past, but I was like, God, I know. I would think that would happen. I don't know. Unfortunately, it probably happens sometimes. I know. Maybe not. I, I don't think so. Maybe not. It seems like um, there was some pretty serious yeah. stuff in place. I mean, there would have that. to be. I just remember like hearing stories about the amount of times, and this was like, you know, back in the day when there was like the rooms full of babies in the in the nursery, like newborns. Right. And the amount of times that the wrong baby got sent home with the wrong family. Mm. Like got mistagged or something like that. And just, yeah, that's a whole lot of human error. Oh boy. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think there's a ton of that going on. Yeah. At our clinic. There was it was really No, no, no. There no, was no. so much it, it felt um really official, all yep. of the kind of pronouncements that were being made <laughs> and uh it was really wonderful i mean and when rinny so i it's covid time right so i can't go into the 
um, operating room. Is that what they called it? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, I was in the recovery room. And like, so for instance, when Rini went into the room and there was the embryo on the screen, they at that same moment had just emailed me this, the picture of the embryo. And so it was like really, it was cool. I was like in the room just like writing emails and I was like, oh, I get to be like kind of a part of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so she's, you know, through her little window and then the you have to go in with a really full bladder. Apparently that helps them see exactly where to transfer. And so then the doc inserts the catheter, um, goes in through your cervix, which is just wild and that went really well that was super smooth they do give you a valium a valium 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 it feels like it could should be pronounced valium because it you had a massive veil over life wow i still feel (laughs) the little bit of the valium fog actually you do now yeah oh yeah you seem it yeah yeah and this is we're talking to you guys uh you know uh 27 hours after the procedure Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so they give you that to you know by both chill you out but also chill your cervix out right and so that valium's dope yeah i don't know that it's so dope i didn't love it depends on what you need it for like i i really heard this story a couple times yesterday but when i was a younger man and traveling in i think it was in peru but you could just go into a pharmacy and buy whatever you wanted and so i went in and bought like a fucking boatload of valium mainly because we were going on these like 10 hour bus rides where there was like chickens and people having sex and stuff and like i would take a valium and just be out it was awesome yeah it's definitely good for that i i've been in and out of slumber all day today (laughs) i felt so tired um so yeah so that's you know chill you out relax the cervix and then the embryologist comes in and it feels very official like the way that they sort of come in and um, I couldn't see exactly how what was getting attached to the catheter and how the embryo was being transferred. But she had this almost like, oh, I don't know, sort of regal status about her. Hmm. Maybe it was just the droogs. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say the Valium might have helped with that. <laughs> but it was really quite cool. And the whole procedure start to finish <laughs> took like seven minutes yeah it was amazing i started i was like i'm gonna because they told us an hour and a half and i was like oh so probably like 45 of that is probably the procedure and the recovery time so i was like i'm gonna write some emails and whatever i barely got through anything it was like oh my she's back wow okay it sounded like it went really smoothly yeah like maybe more smoothly than normal that it definitely felt abnormal like they were like pumped yeah 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 so it's which is great oh my god it's great and i all i want it's so funny because i'm sort of in this position now with our doctor where i really want him to like not be disappointed in me or something (laughs) i have this this funny because of your stubborn uterus yeah because of my stubborn ovaries so i've kind of i've kind of set up this dynamic now where i'm like all right better perform do this right you yeah. got this yeah. you know because i i want i want to be celebrated or something yeah so there's something deeper there for me to explore for sure <laughs> um but add it to the list i must say it was really satisfying to have him like 
come into the recovery room and basically high five us you know oh yeah he was pumped yeah it was great when he's i got to see kind of a different side of him yesterday while rin was snoring on the recovery table (laughs) um he's he's cool dude like he's a good guy and um yeah and he's been through it right yeah so um he does have a bit of a different perspective than Mm -hmm. i think most aries do um yeah so then you recover with still with a full bladder I'm. I don't know how I didn't piss my pants because I did fall asleep and start snoring. Um, Rinny's not a snorer, and she was just just honking away. It was great. <laughs> so then you have to recover for thirty more minutes, and then they let you get up and take a pee, which was the most glorious pee I've ever taken in my mm. life. Um, and then I did go get acupuncture right after, so I did a before and after sesh. They, this particular clinic usually offers acupuncture, but COVID has eliminated that option. Sure. So, thanks, COVID. um, Yeah. So, I felt really grateful to have, you know, my acupuncture super close. And she came in on a day off. It was really brilliant and amazing. So, um, yeah. So, bed rest all day today, which has basically consumed. Mikey's life because he's just getting me every drink and snack and clothing item that I need. And I've done a little bit of a couch tour. It's been great. Yeah. When Rinny, like Rinny, who's a person who is, I don't know what the word is, judgmental, maybe is the least, the lowest form of the word, but <laughs> of napping, um, has been napping all day. So, like, if I, if I take a nap, Corinne's like, you fucking slug. <laughs> Um, no. But it's great. This is napping for a cause. I love it. Yeah. Well, and it's napping because I kind of can't keep my eyelids open. Yeah, totally. So. <laughs> what is Valium? Is it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Severe depressant. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. I'm glad I had it, I suppose. Sure. Well, I mean, it's just, it does the trick. And I and I think more than almost anything, it's just like when they, when, you know, you want someone to chill out. It's the one. It's the jam. Totally. Yeah, when but you want yeah. someone's reproductive system to be cooperative mm, and quiet. Submit. <laughs> and we just had such a beautiful day yesterday. We mm. happened to be in the recovery room with the window, which was so Yeah, it was nice. gorgeous. Yeah. We got to look out on our sunny city. It's been a beautiful day today. I don't know. I'm feeling good omens all around. Oh, For real. one more story. Oh, about. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So... We came home and Mikey and I decided to just kind of post up together and um, our dog, while the cutest, I think, in existence. She is. She's not the crazy cuddliest. No. She does snug up at night. She sleeps in our bed and really likes to snuggle up at night. But she doesn't like lay on you. She's not really, doesn't like come for a ton of pets and attention um, I got home, I laid down on the couch on my back. She immediately comes up on the couch and the first place that she goes is right at my lower abdomen, curls herself up into a little ball and lays down. And I, the one other time I've seen her do this mm-hmm. is after my miscarriage and after the DNC and we got home from the hospital. She did the very same thing. Yeah. And she never will lay on you. No. 
Like you have to force her. Absolutely not. She'll lay like against your knee or something, you know, like or in the crook of like the back of your knees, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. How many times have we been sitting watching TV and I'm just like smashing her down onto my lap? Oh, God. (laughs) Trying to get her to sit on me. Forced love. (laughs) Yeah. Forced cuddling. Yeah. It's so, and it's, it was amazing. It was the second time and it just, I mean, there's something so intuitive about animals. Yes. I just thought that was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, so we now have a beautiful little pic of our embryo. Yeah. A, uh, I don't know, a, a little Chablanc. Yeah. Like, I love it. I can't wait. I mean, really good and, about- and we have nine days basically until the blood test where we'll know whether or not Corinne's pregnant. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, we're going to just try to try to chill the fuck out for nine days. <laughs> Feels like that's kind of a, an eternity. Easy, easy. Sure, sure. Long nine days, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's awesome. So that's I think the next time that we're going to update y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, we'll we'll catch up in a, that's a week. So yeah. um, I'm going to drop this on Friday this week. So tomorrow, um, and that'll be a week out. We'll we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Thank you again yeah. for all of your loving kindness, good juju. There's been so much. It's, it's really, really, yeah. really so, so special. It's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got, um, yeah, we've got a lot of things coming up. So we need you still on our team and we, and we love you. Yeah. We'll see you in a week. Uh, as always, let's eat at Mikey and Rin stay in, uh, dot com. You can smash that like button on uh, Apple and write us a review if you want. Yes. Um, you can send us your beautiful thoughts and lovely wisdom about all things. And um, at Mikey and Rin on Instagram, we're going to be posting some pictures of the, of the procedure and some cool things. So we love you guys. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And tonight. Ooh, we're definitely, definitely. Staying in on the fucking couch. Yum. Cue up the movies and popcorn. Bye. Bye.